Well, my dudes, it is Wednesday, September 12th, 2012. And we we join everybody in the evening times. What's, uh, What's Grant up to right now? Probably taking a fucking minute of his goddamn life to actually calm down and enjoy things and just hanging out with his girlfriend. Wow, I'm real sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's fucking weird, right? Flame. I'm real sorry to hear that you chose today to do your relaxing. <laughs> How uh, how's about Roxanne? What are you up to today or this evening specifically? Roxanne's just hanging out in the house and is trying to plan a way to get herself on a plane somehow. What if I pack myself into a really big piece of lunch? <laughs> this is my carry-on armoire. Do I need to breathe? Can I just mail myself? <laughs> if I hold really, really still, maybe they'll mistake me for some weirdo statue. You know, actually, there is a playbook that has that exact ability. Yeah, I know. It's great. What? The, the creator? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Other moves. It's just you sit still and people think you're a statue. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Steiner, how's about you? What are you up to right now? Like, honestly, I got nothing. I just feel like I'd ta- be also taking a day to relax and just unwind because not everything has to be important in life. Sometimes you yeah. just chill. No, you know what? That's valid. That's perfectly valid. I refuse. I will never chill. <laughs> so, Roxanne. Yeah? You, you chillin' at home are then present for a knock upon your door. Not your bedroom door, the front door to the house. Um, uh, wow, it's a little late. And you hear Emery call out that they will get it. And then you hear the front door open. And then a second and a half later, you hear it slam shut. And from downstairs, you hear Emery holler, Arius! Shit. And... (laughs) I'm here for my gun. (laughs) You, from downstairs, you hear... Magpie scoop up Milo and Blackbird. You hear the yowl of a cat and the squawk of a distressed bird. (laughs) And the like stomping of the three of them getting up the stairs and then Magpie's bedroom door slamming. And actually your one of your bedroom windows is like right above the front door. So you hear Ashley mutter to herself. Oh, so this is where the bird thing went. Okay. <laughs> God, I'm so tempted to yell something at her, but no, Roxanne just goes downstairs. Yeah. So you go downstairs, and Emery is sort of like coming out of their bedroom with their cane, like slung over their shoulder. Like, all right, if we're going to do this, then I'm going to be armed for it. I was going to say, I don't think Ashley would knock if she was here to hear fair fight, but yeah. Eh, well, 
doesn't hurt to be ready. However, Emery's combat readiness melts away pretty quickly as they actually take a look at Ashley. Because, number one, she is not visibly armed. She doesn't have the sort of harness around her chest that she holsters her gun in. Yeah, Roxanne has the gun. gun. Well, yes, but it's been like three weeks. She could get a replacement. No, that was a unique item. (laughs) Also, she doesn't have a right hand anymore. Oh, Oh, shit! Hmm. And her left wrist is bound up in a lot of bandages. And actually, the bandages around the stump on her right arm are gently bleeding through. Jesus Christ. Evening, folks. I would like to hire you for a job. Ah. Uh... Roxanne just looks at Emery because... Hey, Emery, make a decision for me. <laughs> They look indecisive for a moment, and then they just sort of pinch the bridge of their nose and step out of the doorway, say, all right, sit down. And Ashley will come inside, and now you can notice that she actually has a messenger bag slung over her shoulder. And as she takes a seat, she says, you might want to call the other two. Um... I'll handle it. And Roxanne just, you know, texts Grant and Steiner and says, Hey, Ashley's here. She looks a little fucked up and she wants to hire us or something. Grant will reply, I will be there, but only to turn down the job offer to her face. I don't think that's your job to choose, but okay. Give me two minutes and I just like start, you know, I get my shit together. I finish up whatever I was doing, all that, you know, just... Because unlike other people, I can teleport. Hey, come on, loser. When are you going to teleport? <laughs> you know what? I am I am at this point willing to declare for the sake of narrative expediency that you all, all have had the fucking idea of Grant can get into the Feywilds from his location, and Steiner can get into the Feywilds from the garage, and Steiner can teleport into the garage. So Steiner fucking teleports to the garage, pops into probably the summer court, and just picks up Grant. Cool. (laughs) That seems much more reasonable. Yes. I'm glad we've unlocked fast travel. Yes. (laughs) So now we can stop having Grant take forever to get to headquarters every time. (laughs) We're never going to have that episode where Grant learns to drive a car. I've been waiting for it, honestly. My dude, that is not a thing that I am going to spend a downtime event on for you. <laughs> but then Grant will never get to wear a shirt that says Postboy. So, Grant Steiner, you arrive in HQ and make your way into the living room and... Ashley is seated in one of the chairs, and as you come in, she waves at you with an arm that doesn't have a hand, and then she notices that she's doing it and just puts it back down. Oh, shit. Huh. 
Okay. Well, Alright, so first things first, you're going to want to make sure that is properly disinfected. She holds it back up and it is like you can see that the spot of blood on the tip of it is like expanding slowly. Right, we should also probably, you know, stop that bleeding. Uh, yeah. One second. Did you just like come here directly from whatever... Uh, I wouldn't say directly. It's been about... She's stable now. <laughs> oh, okay. Just rolled an eight there. All right. And uh, she she scratches the, the side of her face with her one remaining hand and says, Uh, no, not directly. It's been like 90 minutes. And it was not a 90-minute drive to get here. That, that sounds pretty directly, honestly, to me. I don't know about you guys. I'm not going to get into the semantics of this. I'm sorry, I was a little bit distracted. Thank you for this, by the way. I was a little concerned. Well, I, I can commiserate. She fixes you with a kind of wry smile. So, I'm sure you were told I'm here to hire you for a job. We had an escape from our facility. About a hundred minutes ago. And I would like you all to handle it. You can kill it if you would like, but if you do, I need video evidence that you've done it. And a thorough report of what the conditions for killing it was. Or you could capture it alive, but honestly, that's... I would not prefer that. Yes, I can see why. Right. As fascinating of a subject as it was, it's, uh, I'm of the opinion that it's too dangerous to be allowed to exist. Well, this isn't, um, this isn't exactly my call. I will, of course, defer to Emery. And Emery looks thoughtful for a minute and then sinks down on the couch and says, Let's, um,. Let's, let's see what we've got before we make a decision. She shrugs and says, all right. And she fumbles with her messenger bag for a moment, trying to get it open. And uh, do you need some help with that? No, no. Just give me a second here. I want you to know I almost said, do you need a hand? <laughs> <laughs> I caught myself right before I said it. I like the fact that that is in character, too. I'm so proud of you. So after after a little bit of fumbling, she manages to get it open and produces a manila envelope and puts it on the table. And there is a a like big red stamp over it that says CA-3-B-2007-K8R and there is a picture paper clipped to the front of it. Wow. Gruesome. Looks friendly. I just had unpleasant thoughts of how uh, Ashley lost that hand. <laughs> so the the picture is of sort of a... It's, it's a gray-skinned humanoid, except several things are very much off. The skin is pulled super tight over the body. The fingers are 
much longer than human fingers should be. The face has three eyes, two in the regular place and one on the forehead, but they're all huge and perfectly circular and the sclera are black. The nose is like just this tiny nub. It almost doesn't exist. And the mouth seems to be stretched into a smile that reaches up to the sides of its eyes. And it has long, black, greasy hair. And there's some sort of black fluid around its lips. Okay, so... This entire time, the entire time you were talking, I was like getting weird vibes. Like I recognize this somehow, and I realized I don't recognize this. This just looks like an evil Emil, since we were talking about near earlier. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I can see it. Oh yeah. So about the second after the folder hits the table, Emery jumps up out of their seat and says. Wait, you guys captured the wretch? God, we've been worried about that thing for years. It just fucking vanished. Well, apparently you have to be worried about it again. And Ashley says, oh, you've heard of it. Yes, that was us. Not me, of course. We... I wasn't here. This was captured back in 2007. But, yes. One of our teams caught it. We've had it in captivity this entire time. And this evening, it got out. And now, uh, Emery is like massaging their face in very deep thought. They, they lean back in the chair and give a long exhale, and they look at all of you. And then they lean back forward and they tap their finger on the picture. They say, Magpie and I were hunting this thing for close to a year. Yeah, I can kind of see why. It is hard to look at, and I don't mean... I mean, it's literally hard to look at. I don't like looking at it. Yeah, it's uh, it's real gross. Y- yeah, and... It's it's real fucking dangerous, too. Uh, apparently, yes. So, 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 so how did it get out? curious about that as well and Ashley puts her hand and stump up and kind of a hold on their motion and says I'm sorry I can't give you any information until I have a yes or no on this fair I mean we're gonna have to go after this thing anyway we may as well get as much info as we can right Roxanne says, looking at Emery. I mean, it does seem like you've already decided. Right, right. Uh... And then Emery looks at Grant, because Grant hasn't really spoken up much. Grant looks conflicted, because on the one hand, he would love... (laughs) to tell the DHEA that he doesn't want their fucking dirty money. On the other hand, this thing's uh, creepy and evil, and... On the other stump, you mean. Christ. <laughs> fucking hell. No, Grant doesn't have the stump. 
okay? Uh, but as I was saying, on the other I mean, hand, give things- it some time. We haven't fought this thing yet. <laughs> at the on rate the- at which people in this campaign lose limbs. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we had one walk. We had at least one walk before the campaign even started. So two. But on the other hand, like this thing is clearly bad juju and should not be out. And so Grant's like just gives us like a small little nod. Ashley looks a little bit surprised and says. I didn't expect this to go so easily. All right. Uh, okay, so, what do you want to know? Well, everything you have. Um, <laughs> yeah. I believe the first uh, question, though, was how it got out. I would like everybody to roll me investigate a mystery. That's, that's so we can load was, some questions uh, up. Investigate a mystery. Got it. Oh, no! No, that's a 12. I'm... I'm <laughs> Why, Actually, wait, dude? No, no, no. Wait until mind. we no. roll, you idiot. Yeah, no. I'll, I'll take the fucking like I have hit. There, see. Grant is, Grant is too upset. We have four questions now. Okay, Grant. Grant is too busy thinking of something to really see, want to ask. Grant is too busy, like, jeez, I feel like an asshole now. Christ. <laughs> oh, oh no, 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 no. There's, there's, there's something else that Grant is thinking about, and trust me, it will come up. Extremely shortly. Uh, oh, I know. Right. I know exactly what you're thinking about, actually. And I'd like you yeah. to hold it because I'm definitely going to explicitly head you off the pass on it. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy, did I just <laughs> sign a fucking NDA on the goddamn monster? <laughs> it was actually so, a joint. It was like um, a fucking joint escape between this thing and Grant's old girlfriend. Uh, okay, so... So in addition to the three questions that you all have, I'm counting Emery as having made a successful 10 roll. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, to but be go fair... Go ahead and use that luck. To be fair... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't use it. Trust me. It's, I, I backed off on that. It is not a 12. Fucking dipshit using the luck on a investigate a mystery roll. Anyways, so... Emery leans forward and says, all right, so first thing I want to know is how it got out. Because you had it for, God, for like five years now. What happened? And Ashley, like, rolls her tongue around inside her mouth and says, well, this thing, to our knowledge, is the only B-side anomaly to exist that has an active metabolism. It eats food and produces waste. It actively grows its hair and nails. It has blood in its body, which we've never seen before. And apparently, apparently, it can become immune to certain chemicals with a long enough exposure time. Okay, so yeah, I can see how it's different from your usual, like, ghouls and ghasts and whites and whatnot. So, uh, the knockout gas that we've been applying to it in order to take it out of its cage and examine it, at some point in the indeterminate past, this thing became immune to it. And it's intelligent enough to have the idea of faking 
the gas still working? Because in the time that it took us to take it out of its restraints and transfer it to the mobile restraint table, it slashed a bunch of my men's throats and then cut its own bonds loose and began to make its way out of our facility. Uh, hold on, wait a minute. Um, resistance to something like that isn't like an on and off switch. It would have had to build up. So you're telling me this thing realized it was becoming immune and didn't try to escape, waited until it was sufficiently immune and then attempted to escape. Yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you. Well, that's horrifying. That is yes. 100% horrifying. From from my experience, B-side anomalies are just monsters of pure instinct, but this one has cunning, like proper human cunning. I don't, I, I don't know a lot of people that would think to do that. People Maybe. would just bolt the first chance they got this thing, waited for the best opportunity. That is very bad. Roxanne, you are about to say something. Oh, I was just thinking, you know, it might not even necessarily be like something that spawned from the ether in the Deadlands. You know, it's wouldn't be the first thing or person we've seen that just managed to keep coherent after dying. Ashley cocks an eyebrow and leans back a little bit like she didn't realize that that was a thing. <sighs> anyway. Uh, did we tell Ashley about the... I think one of us did. I think it might have even been me, but I have a really bad memory. Uh, did we tell Ashley about the um, possible experimentation things going on? Like with the cockatrice? Oh, no. Okay, then I will not talk about that. <laughs> I think she I think she asked about she did ask at one point about the displacer beast because the DHEA have the corpse and they compared it against other displacer beasts and it was weird and you basically told her we don't know what that's about but we'll keep our eyes open which was not technically a lie yeah you did not know at the time what it was about Okay. I was just gonna say. I mean, whatever. If she knows about that, it's not like it's not like she might not have heard of a fucking ghost. <laughs> sure. And you know the one that what was that fucking thing called the Dibic? Like that thing retained yeah. its personality and intelligence. Yeah. All right. So that was Emery's question, or one of Emery's questions. Well, we get one of Steiner's. Okay. Um, you've had this thing for five years. Um, you have almost certainly maintained uh, records and logs of the abilities it exhibits. Um, that would be quite helpful if we are to hunt this thing. Yeah. All right. So, and as she leans in, Emery also leans in, like they're considering what they knew about it. And Ashley says, all right, so the first and most important thing are the nails on the end of its fingers. That's its biggest threat. 
and Emery nods their head and says, yeah, uh, those to, to our knowledge, they can cut through anything, including magic. Cool. Fine. Wonderful. Um, this thing has, um, high, high speed regenerative capabilities. Nashley nods and says, yes, we've cut the limbs off this thing several times and they have grown back in less than 24 hours. Frequently less than 10 minutes. It's only when we completely severed the head from the body that it actually took any real time. Uh, what else, what else, what else? Oh, its senses are incredibly acute. Supernaturally acute. Let's not beat around the bush here. It seems to have complete vision in only one lumen of illumination, which is effectively total darkness. And it can hear sounds. The lowest we've ever gotten a reaction from is minus 40 decibels. So effectively inaudible to the human ear. Hmm. The ultimate life form. Emery leans back and seems to think for a while. Says, so it's... It's spit is poisonous and sinks in through the skin and it can shriek over a very wide radius and it's stunning it almost knocked me out the the times I've been hit with it and Ashley says oh okay well we never gave it an opportunity to scream so that's that was not on our records that's a hell of a f- I mean, okay I, can I just we never gave it an opportunity to scream is a hell of a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in context. So Ashley taps her finger to her bottom lip and asks, did you know about the super mode? And Emery leans forward and cocks an eyebrow at her and says, I'm sorry, what? The, the what? Yeah, that's, uh, she raises her right arm. That's how I lost this. So... I caught it in a hallway, and I caught it in a pretty narrow hallway, and it was running at me. And I drew on it, of course. What else am I going to do? And I, I watched it. And before I could pull the trigger, it changed slightly. Its eyes contracted, and its skin became ever so slightly red. And up until that point, it it was moving quickly, but nothing that we couldn't track with our human eyes. But the moment its skin started to turn red, it was faster than my bullets. I lined up a perfect shot on it and pulled the trigger, and it dodged it. And it was up on me, and it cut my hand off and cut a very large gash in my left arm. She says, raising that with the bandages on there. Then it skipped past me. Well, actually, wait, why didn't it kill you? If it seemed like it would have been perfectly capable of doing so, why did it... It it left... Was... Was it just you? Were there others that would have been able to draw on it? 
from so in that moment no i was alone in the hallway with it however from the reports of the survivors this thing did not go out of its way to kill people it only attacked individuals who were between it and the closest exit so it seemed like its priority was getting out of our facility and not attempting to exact some sort of animalistic retribution on us. That's disconcerting. Like I said, it seems to be intelligent. It had priorities on its escape. And number one was, get out. Don't waste time killing if you don't have to. Yes, but it seemed like it would have been just trivial to just kill you right then and there, but it chose not to. She shrugs. I am not a mind reader. I have nothing to offer you on this, on whatever th- thoughts were going through its head. I understand. It's just, it's very strange, especially for a Deadlands creature. So let's get Roxanne's question. Hmm. I mean, I want to know straight up, do they know if anything can hurt it? No, we were not able to find anything that it was particularly vulnerable to. That's why I'm asking you all, if you do kill it, to tell me the kill condition. We will need that for our files. Right. Should have known better than to ask that. I'm willing to not count that as a question and let you ask something else. Here's the obvious next question. Where did it go? Like, after it got out, did they see, like, what direction it fled in or anything like that? We have... We kept distance from it as best we could. We didn't want it to turn around and kill any more of us. But we do know where it was as of about 15 minutes ago. And it seems like the kind of location where a thing like this might bunker down. It's a spot over in Pacific Palisades called Murphy Ranch. I don't know if any of you have heard of that. And I'm willing to just uh, just allow Roxanne or Steiner to declare if they have heard of it, because it's, it's kind of a known place in Southern California. Yeah, Roxanne probably, probably knows about it. Uh, I feel like Steiner mostly keeps to his own little circle. All right. Maybe he's heard of it in passing, but doesn't know what it is. All right, well then, Roxanne, you would know that Murphy Ranch was formerly a Nazi compound. It was set up as the place Hitler would live after the Nazis conquered the United States. It was, of course, abandoned as the war turned in our favor and has since become a place for people to hike through and do some pretty hella graffiti on the buildings that are still standing. There are stables, there are multiple like residential buildings. It's very hilly. It's very woodsy. But nobody actually lives there. But nobody actually lives there. Wow, that is not a lot of great implications about this thing. If the first place it went after this is a 
fucking abandoned Nazi compound. Wait, that's a Nazi compound? Was. Was uh, a Nazi compound. Yeah, abandoned. Yes. The, the plan was, yeah. <laughs> Ashley explains what's up with Murphy Ranch. And then Grant goes, I might have to go home before we go to actually do this job. Are you going to go get your spray paint? Yes! <laughs> Grant, why don't we, why don't you deal with that? I said, yeah, I said, well, after, I'll have a... I thought you said I'll before, a, sorry. Yeah, after we kill this thing, I'll have a victory tag. It's like Grant tags Nazis get out on the wall, and Steiner's like, they got out like 80 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> so, Steiner, you've still got one question left. Alright, so we know what happened, we know what sort of creature is, we know what it can do, we have no idea. We don't know what it can hurt it, but that's... I mean, the only thing left... I mean, what was it going to do? Is escape. And it did that, so... I don't feel like Ashley's hiding anything from us, but I'd like to scrutinize. I feel like this is a, I'm so fucking pissed off at this thing, I'm just going to, like, aid my enemies in order to kick the shit out of it situation, but just to be sure. And also because it's basically the only question left that makes any sort of sense to ask. Alright. I'm just trying to figure out, I just want to, like, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out how I do this in character is the thing. Yeah. Because I don't want to, like, straight up say, like, I think you're hiding something from me. Because I don't think, but maybe she's like, maybe she's forgetting something because, you know, kind of rattled, maybe, you know, kind of had a bad experience there. Maybe not, you know, firing on all cylinders. <laughs> okay, actually, that's the angle I want to uh, take this from. Um, are, are you sure that's all the information you have? Um, just take a moment to breathe and focus, focus yourself. Maybe you're overlooking something. Uh, all right, all right. Well, if I have to say that there was one weird thing about the escape, it was that a lot of my men who I know to have nerves of absolute steel, you're unshakable, all of them, they... They got out of the way. It's very much out of character for them. See, that is interesting. Alright. Maybe potentially very helpful. Okay. So then... Emery, choosing a, a non-standard question, leans forward and asks, Alright, so... So you're hiring us. That involves payment. What's, um, what are we talking about here? Ashley says, well, I can't offer you money. I need this done off the books. Good, I wouldn't have taken it anyway. Wonderful. We're in agreement. However, I have something that you might like even better. And out of her messenger bag, she pulls out 
a little flip notebook and she maneuvers it open and she holds a pencil in a way that is very obviously her offhand. She writes something down on the piece of paper and she tears it out, folds it up, and she holds it out and says, this isn't going to mean anything to any of you. But if one of you would take it to the little one upstairs, I think we might be in business. I'll take it. Hey. Oh, never mind. Okay. Damn it, that's too slow. <laughs> I'll I'll take it and I'll head up to Magpie's room and I'll knock and I'll be like, Magpie, it's weird. We're being hired by the DHEA for a thing. Uh-huh. And uh, they, they can't pay us in money, but uh, Arius said this would mean something to you. And I slip it underneath the door. The magpie opens the letter and just says, made you look. <laughs> so you hear her get off of her bed and you hear Blackbird chirp worryingly. And she gets up to the door. You can hear a little bit of shuffling on the carpet as she picks it up and opens it up. And then... Grant, you're pretty attuned to magic. You can sort of feel like the ebb and the flow of magical energies in an area just sort of ambiently. It's a thing you're just kind of aware of. And Steiner, to a lesser extent, you are too, with the way you've just been advancing your own personal spellcasting. So Grant, you feel it quite strongly, and Steiner, you feel it to a slightly lesser extent. When it feels like just all of the magic in the house just drains out into Magpie's room. The fuck was that? Uh, Magpie, you okay? The door to Magpie's bedroom flies open, and she looks like she's about 15 years old. Whoa! Hi? What's going on up there? And she barges past you, and she makes her way down the stairwell. We got, we got a teenage magpie. <laughs> she stands like five steps up from the bottom of the stairs where now you all can see her and she can see all of you. And she fucking leaps directly into Ashley's lap and like grabs her by the collar of her shirt and screams into her face. How do you know this name? and actually kind of fixes her with a kind of amused smile and says, we've spoken. He's extraordinarily pleasant. Just kind of like look at Emery to see if I can gauge what the fuck. I, I come downstairs and I'm like, what's happening? What's going on? There is a very slow dawning of understanding on Emery's face. And they, they go from like, like confused to understanding to just blanket shock. And Magpie turns back to the rest of you and says, I'm I'm sorry, we have to do this. We have to do this. Alright, it's done. Okay. okay. And then she turns back to Ashley and says, so what about this name as payment, aside from the fact that you know it? Ashley says, I'll tell you how to get him out. In fact, I'll help you set it up. And Magpie, like, falls backwards off the chair and stares at the ceiling. Just kind of mutters, holy shit, to herself. 
And Ashley looks at all of you. All right. No one's going to ask. What's? Uh, I what's don't going want on? to pry. Like I feel like that's I feel like that's Magpie's business, and I'm not going to pry into it. I I I am a little bit. What's going on? <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> what's going on? Is that what I wrote down on that piece of paper? Is her father's name? He's been in DHEA holding since 1910. What, you're not... Okay, well, not you. Well... Uh, assholes! She shrugs. I wasn't alive. My father wasn't alive. My grandfather wasn't alive. Wait, I You're making PH... excuses for holding the... Uh, this is Wait, not the time or the place. Hold on, I thought the DHEA was only been around since, like, the 40s. They're a super-secret government agency that deals with magic, and you honestly believed that. It's... partially true. And I'll be happy to explain all of it after the job is... complete. You've seen Men in Black, I know you have. <laughs> By the way, Grant? Yeah? Ashley is fixing you with an extremely expectant look. Yeah. Yeah. And it's at this point I go... Can we possibly negotiate for two? Why, Grant Harrison, are you asking to be paid twice for one job? It's not the being paid twice. It is the amount in which we are being paid. No, no, no. You don't understand. I am committing treason here with just this much. You're asking me to commit treason twice? <sighs> Fuck's sakes, if you get the man's girlfriend out, I'll build you a new hand. Oh, I'm not after the hand. I can live without the hand, although I will take that if you're offering. But... No, I want something else, and I want something else from you in particular, Grant Harrison. What? She gets out of her chair, and she sort of stalks towards you. When she is, like, right up in your face, she says, I want you to teach me magic. Grant looks visibly pissed, but says... Deal. Excellent. Then she will go sit back down and she will pull out that little notepad. She will write down a phone number on it and tear it off and put it on the table. Say, that's my personal line. Call me when you're done. Right. <laughs> okay. Well. If we are done here, we have a lot of planning to do, and you have a lot of, um, surgery to get to. Mm-hmm. Also, again, disinfect that as quickly as you can. In fact, I, I think we have some rubbing alcohol upstairs. Seriously. 90% even. Like, if you don't want to lose the rest of the arm, get that disinfected. As soon as I get back to base, I will take advantage of all of the medical facilities we have available to us. 
Unless you're offering to do more. No, I only rolled once. I can't do that twice. Ah, <laughs> uh, I think it's prudent if you leave and let us do our th- thing and you do your thing. I was debating offering these lay on hands, but I'm specifically not going to do it. Lay on hand. <laughs> if you fuck up. I'm using no, my no. hands. It's lay on hands. No, no. Well, listen, depending listen, on form, listen. you have like yeah, seven I more. Say, I was about to say, like, spare, yeah, spares for days. It's still plural hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you fuck up, it's hand. Lay on hooves. <laughs> Wait, do it as a snake, then it does, Then you can't fuck up. Oh no. <laughs> Try taking something I evolved away, assholes. <laughs> Anyways, she will leave you with the file on the wretch. And she will put her little flip notebook away and see herself out. God, I cannot believe my first apprentice is actually fucking Arius. Assuming you survive. Um, also, check for bugs. Sweep the fucking area. Anywhere she's been. No, she said she was committing treason. I don't think she would have bugged the place if she was committing treason. Alright, so first of all, she's using a weakness as a strength here. She is A, using her enemies to eliminate a dangerous foe, and B, strengthening herself in the process. She's going to make you teach her magic. She is a shrewd and crafty woman. Sweep the fucking place for bugs. I mean, did did we find any bugs? (laughs) Yeah, fortunately, she has been, like, basically nowhere. Like, I can can draw you the path that she takes. She came in through the front door, and she came around and sat in an armchair. And then she, like, occasionally stepped out to put a manila envelope on the table, then went back to the armchair. She's been basically nowhere in the house. Really, the armchair is the only place she could have dropped a bug. And you just, like, turned that shit upside down. Okay. Told you. I'm satisfied. Honestly, would you have put it past her? Even in the state she's in? Kind of, yes. She literally said she's committing treason. That doesn't mean she couldn't have been doing it personally. Not for the DAGA. She came here with dirt on us. Oh my for god, God's let's, sakes. let's just do this thing. No, let's sit and think about this because this is a very dangerous creature that's and what we I, need to that's be. That's kind of what I meant to start on this instead of. You know what? Never mind. Let's just. Let's start on this. Yeah, but boys, can we, can we all cool off for a second, take a minute, collect ourselves, and get in business mode? Right. is using the parent voice to tell the boys to cool down. I'm Grant Harrison, if you don't calm down, you won't get any Capri Sun. Leslie Grant Harrison. <laughs> All right. This magpie finally picks herself up off the floor and, like, slams her hand on the coffee table and says, Okay, so, what are we doing? Well, first of all, we're going to probably scout the area try and find if, if not in person because that would be suicide if this thing is as smart as it is, as she's saying it is but you should scout the area see possible hiding spots it would be having I'd like to raise a couple of things first of all um, Emery uh, Magpie you say you hunted this thing before in your um, 
how long did you say it was? Like a year? Yeah, we were we were trying to pin it down for a year. All right. Did it ever exhibit qualities like Miss Arias described? Say, mercy, uh, cunning. It it was it was very intelligent. It was an intelligent hunter. Yes, it it wouldn't. Um, it wouldn't attack things that were in large groups. It would only pick off singular targets. Uh, it it knew to uh, r- run every time we started to get an upper hand on it. Right. All right. Um, I don't. I don't know about m- mercy. Then again, it was only ever just the two of us. Well, it is... I keep thinking that this thing had Miss Arius completely dead rights and spared her. And I... Why would it do that? And... Maybe it was worried about the amount of noise Arius was making and how it would attract more people. Therefore, it ran away before backup could arrive. I mean, by all accounts, it could have easily handled the backup. I mean, yeah, but we've already established that it doesn't attack large groups. But it would have been like a simple flick of the wrist, though, is the thing. Like my my thought my thought is is that it 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 it, it lost to the DHEA once, in a matter of speaking. It, it lost for five straight years to these people. If I figure that. It, it it wanted to do the minimum amount of things necessary to get out. Just minimize the amount of time that it took to get to the exit. Mm, maybe it recognized that Ashley was not one of the people who captured it. Who knows? Uh, it's, not, it's probably not worth dwelling on. Um, two other things. Uh, she mentioned that some of her steeliest soldiers stood down from this thing. Which is concerning. Have you ever had... Do your, do your hearts collaborate with that? Or is that perhaps some sort of new ability? Uh, well, if it's... It could be something new. It could be something that it just never used on us. But either way, we never experienced anything like that. No. Fear aura. I mean, that, that might be it. Yeah. yeah. I said two things, but actually three. Um... So, another thing, this is very, very different from most Deadlands creatures, and considering the n- that we have encountered things that are obviously altered before, I'm wondering if this might be some sort of created being. Given the intelligence and its abilities, it seems almost purpose-built. Uh, I mean, that, that could also be the case. Uh, I don't. I don't quite see how that uh, changes things for us. If that if that is the case, though. And well, that brings me back to my final little point here: the nails that can cut through magic. That seems like it would be an incredibly useful tool to have when we were, say, fighting um, a big asshole on a worm. Yeah, that actually. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, actually. 
So we, if this thing is a natural occurring being, it would be extremely prudent of us to, how well gruesome as it is, save its hands. And if it's a created being, maybe we could replicate that ability. Yeah, that's... The, uh, the only difficulty there is that um, these, these things tend to dissolve as soon as we kill them. Oh. Actually. Uh, the, the... The weird... The weird shooting mouth thing up in the... up in the mountains? When I was holding on to its mouth after it died, it didn't disintegrate. So I think maybe if I hold on to it, it might not dissolve. Alright, yeah, sure. Okay. Just We'll just make sure that you're present when we kill it. Oh, trust me, I'm not letting you guys do this without me anyway. <laughs> well, that's everything I wanted to cover, more or less. Um... <laughs> Out of character, my theory, based on no evidence whatsoever, is... Uh-huh. I feel like this thing was probably once like a regular ass human. Nazi dark science? Well, maybe not Nazi dark science. I think maybe that might just be a coincidence. But considering the fact that it has to eat and... Did they mention it how, if it has to sleep? Uh, she did not say one way or the other. And based on the fact that it like metabolizes things. That's In my personal kinda... experience, anything that poops also sleeps. <laughs> I can corroborate. Yes. <laughs> Chloe, what the hell are you talking about? Girls don't poop. <laughs> I was talking about my dog. Oh. Uh, okay. He poops and sense. sleeps. That's pretty much all he does. <laughs> Very proven. <sighs> Sounds like a dog, all right. Yeah. Scientific. Uh, which I guess leads me to the other thing I was going to do. This thing feels unique enough that I feel like maybe it might be worth going to the Deadlands to ask around about it. Because if it only been... When did they say they picked this thing up? 2005? Five years, something like that. 2007. And Emery and Magpie were only aware of it for about a year. Then we probably only got here in like 2006, probably. Yeah, something like that. 2005, at worst. And... It feels like something like that would maybe... Might leave an impression on... Uh, I don't know, maybe I could ask the Sultans, I could ask the uh, witches. Well, not to counter your theory, but uh, California is a big place, and people go missing in the woods a lot. This thing could have been around for a long time and only recently slipped up. Still worth a shot. I'm not saying it's not, I'm just... Yeah. Emery actually pipes up and says, um... Yeah, and... If, uh... You know, if it came from the Deadlands, then... Well, there's really only one way it would have come here, so... I mean, like... Okay, so... Are they absolutely sure this is a Deadlands creature? Because this really sounds more like some sort of twisted fey. Ashley seems pretty convinced that it's B-side. Well, they don't even know the fucking names of the places. They do. They do. Actually, they just have to <laughs> fucking call it a 
stupid government name. Yeah, because Deadlands and Feywilds is not stupid. Exactly. <laughs> Got it. The site is on record, you assholes. <laughs> I'm surprised that it's not B-side and C-side. And this is A-side. Hey, I'm not the one who came up with it. No, this is Earth. No, this is Britain. <laughs> I'm launching a formal complaint. If anything, this is B-side. <laughs> Alright, so, um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to, we'll start driving. It's, it's gonna be a bit of a road trip getting out there. And, um, Roxanne, you can go ask around, I guess? Yeah, yeah, I can, I can get there on my own. Uh, don't start anything without me. <laughs> no, absolutely not. So, are we gonna have to, like, get Magpie clothes that fit? Seems like her clothes changed with her. Oh. Like, all of them at once? Well, she had. she's always had a habit of wearing, like, hyper-oversized clothes. Note to self, I mean, ask Magpie about her tailor. Yeah, so her, her wardrobe is not going to be an issue. Okay. We've narrowly avoided clothes shopping. That would have been like two hours of nonsense. I would have been fine with two hours of nonsense. Alright, so the the quickest route is going to be go to Steiner's lab, get in his supercar, and drive out from there. As you all are, I will switch back to the overmap right now so that you all can see where we're heading as I take the little bullseye here off of the GM layer and put it on map layer. Though I need to be on the GM layer in the first place in order to do so. <laughs> Over yonder. Ah, okay. So as everybody except Roxanne starts like, you know, getting their shoes laced up, getting all their equipment together, and Roxanne starts, like, triangulating directions in her head, there is another knock at the front door. I look through the peephole with one of my five eyes on my head. This Ashley, did I leave my hand here? I just... <laughs> I can't remember where I left it. You know, I was really tempted to ask her if, if her hand, like, was still around. Like, could they reattach it? <laughs> No, 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 no. It is not Ashley. It is, in fact, you can see through the peephole a person being possessed by casual. Roxanne opens the door with all speed. This is a rare opportunity. You know about one of these before they do. <laughs> What's up, kid? Hey, I've been waiting for you. Yeah, we, um... I decided it would be best to hold off on showing up until you had a, a better picture of what we're dealing with today. Yeah, well, I already know what I'm going to ask you. What do you want me to do? They tap the center of their forehead and they say, the eye right here, we need that. The middle one? Got it. Mm-hmm. Get any noose out of the hands? Like... <laughs> I, don't suppose, I don't suppose you need the hands for anything? He shrugs. Cool. Okay. I got a couple other stops to make, so pardon me for making this quick. 
Do you know what I can do to kill it? Yeah, yeah, I figured you'd be asking me that one. So, best I can tell you is that this one functions similar to the last hyper-powerful Deadlands creature you dealt with, and that you gotta turn it against itself. Gotta turn it against itself. Okay. A mirror! Trick it set into giving itself a hug. <laughs> ha! The weakness was love. So either we need to make it burn itself out, or maybe use its weird hands against it? Casual shrugs and says, that might be it. Yeah, yeah, I, I know you're not gonna give me the answer straight out. Alright, thanks. Uh, good looking I, out. Hey, hey, I don't have the answer straight out. Yeah, 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 no, 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 no. That's, that's totally fair. Sorry, I'm a little on edge. Nah, that's understandable. You, uh, you'd be safe out there, alright? He sort of claps you on the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'll do my best, right? Yeah. And he'll turn around and leave. On the way, actually, I'm going to text the... the... God, I, I can't pronounce the own... Not the wizard gang, but the, um, the Wushi Yuzia. Yeah, like, I, I know I'm butchering that, but, uh, and You almost see, got it. Okay. And see if they can provide any help whatsoever. I know I'm not, I'm not expecting, like, actual physical backup, because I am one of maybe two members in America, and the other member in America is on the other side of the continent, but maybe some sort of help. All right. So, you had rolled this move previously. I believe you got yes. a, you I believe you got something in the 7 to 9 range, right? Yeah, yeah, it was a mixed success. All right. So you know that when you call them, you are being directed to the guy who's in charge of politicking in okay. the organization because you are a foreign member on probation. Mhm. Mm one Mr. Lee Keen K. It's like, ah, oh, it's the asshole with the hair again. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the American. Ah, oh. oh, it's the white guy. That's all they have to say. It's the white. It's is it's the white guy. Yeah, you're the only one. <laughs> so, you get Lee Keen K on the line. Uh, I go, hi, um, so I'm about to go fight a horrible beast from the gray. Uh, and then I explain a bunch of stuff that they can do. I'm sure they're not 100% interested in the details. Is there anything you can do to, like, help me, I don't know, live through this whole thing? Uh, how much exactly do you tell? Like, do you tell him that you took this mission from the DHEA? How do you how do you explain that you got all this extra information? I mean, I'm part of a monster hunting organization. I can tell them that I got it as part of my job in the, in the monster hunting organization. How that specifically happened, I'm not going to say unless he asks. 
he will ask, in fact, will ask, what was the source of all of this information? Was it your own scouting? No, a third party was involved. I see. And this third party enumerated the enhanced senses of this beast. Yes? Correct. Yes. Specifically enumerated the sight and sound senses of it. Correct. You may then attempt to exploit its sense of smell. Like overload it? Quite possibly. All right. With senses like those, you will no amount of silent movement will be able to mask your approach. And no amount of cloaking will disguise your presence. You will need to confuse it in other ways. And that is the best that I can think of on short notice. Well, thank you. If you can, if you think of anything, please send me a text. Oh, I already have. Young Acolyte Harrison. Okay. <laughs> the claws of this beast sound quite interesting. We would like them. All right. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. Very good. Uh, we were we were hoping to maybe keep them ourselves. So um, uh, maybe I can push for maybe only one hand while we keep the other. If the beast has two hands, we will accept one and you may keep the other. Certainly. Thank you. Uh, at which point I will give the proper goodbyes at that his position demands, essentially, and then politely hang up when it is appropriate for me to hang up. And then I go, okay, so I got some uh, help on this whole thing. Um, we need to overload its senses because there's no way we're going to be sneaking up on it, trying to sneak around. So, like, its sense of smell and stuff. My, my bosses want a hand, though. I managed to talk them down from taking both, but they want a hand. Well, well, so long as we get to keep the one. Everybody wants a hand these days. Oh my god. Steiner. Wow. Steiner. I was holding it in the entire time she was here. I had to do something. <laughs> is this still, it's still happening uh, in the house, by the way? Or are they in the car? I was, I was thinking we were doing this on the drive, because going from, like getting from the safe house to Steiner's is basically instantaneous anymore. Yeah. I didn't say anything out of courtesy, but I just had to get it out of my system. I'm sorry. It's not like I've been through the same thing. I mean, <laughs> honestly, Steiner, I gotta give you a hand. No. You're not allowed <laughs> to make that joke. <laughs> Alright, anyone here who hasn't lost a limb, raise their hand. Grant... <laughs> Grant Harrison, are are you are you making fun of his disability? Are are you are you being ableist, Grant Grant Harrison? No, I'm. He's got he's got two working. If one, if, even if one is artificial, hands. You catch Emery's fucking shitty eating grin in the rearview mirror. I know, I know. I I figured as much, and I'm giving I'm giving a shit eating grin back. 
honestly, I'd want a cool robot hand if I could get one. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I'd be a lot more sour about this entire thing if my new arm didn't turn into a laser cannon. <laughs> that helps get over it a little bit. What has meat ever done for me, personally? <laughs> but yeah, if we can grab the if uh if we can grab the hands, they want one, and they're allowing us. To, they're perfectly willing to allow us to keep the other. At some point, I just want this because we are going to hit this at some point. There will be masturbation jokes. Hey, just a thought: if this thing grows stuff back, could you not theoretically just? Get multiple <laughs> harvest hands. God, Jesus that's Christ, Chloe. Dark. What? <laughs> we just like you store like fifty of them in your hammer space, and when we fight the tail rider, you just start throwing them at him. <laughs> it's the new shitty knives. Only they're good. It's like, ah, what the, f- what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm just gonna leave. Good God. See, this is why. This is why the tail rider wants to kill everybody. You're all a bunch of fucking monsters. You're worse than the things that come out of the Deadlands, all of you. <laughs> I'm none of us are the pararomantic. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we get a hand, and we can get a second hand, and we can get a third hand. I'm not saying that we keep we like prolong this thing's suffering. <sighs> right. Okay, so, Roxanne, do you still intend to go to the Deadlands? Yes, 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 yes. Let's get, then let's get your thing out of the way first. So, Roxanne, where are you going to first? Uh, I figure the Sultans are the best people to talk to first, and then the witches would be my second, the second people I'd want to visit. I'm realizing that if I try to visit the witches, there is a good possibility I might just get roped into another fight. <laughs> but I am willing to take that chance. Alright. So, you can bip yourself into the palace. Just not even go in the front door, just into the palace. I mean, I won't speak for you. If you choose to go in another way, you may. Roxanne is at least going to use the front door. She's still okay. a little intimidated by the Sultans. Alright, alright. So yeah, so you can make your way through the front door, through all the big empty hallways, and into the throne room. And up on their thrones are, I'm going to say, Catherine, Cyrus, and Arthur. All my favorite people. Because ah. all the Sultans are my favorite people. <laughs> no, wait, we can't have Cyrus and Arthur here at the same time. They trade off defending the crack in Germany. So it's actually going to be Washington, Washington, Catherine, and Arthur. Look, if anyone's going to help me, no. I was going to make a joke about if anyone's going to help me ki- figure out how to kill a Nazi monster, it's Washington. But... Hey, I don't necessarily know that this is a Nazi monster. 
and uh, the... All monster, all Nazis are monsters. <laughs> but not, but all, not monsters all monsters are Nazis. Squares and rectangles, ape. I just realized I unmuted myself to shrug. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've got Washington, Catherine, and Arthur up on the thrones right now. What do you do? I walk up and I say hello. Catherine and Arthur will hop off their thrones. Washington will kind of stay up there, but he'll he'll take a very relaxed stance looking at you I guess I don't really know Washington all that well yeah, not really not best friends with George Washington and TBH not terribly upset by that so like how do you even make small talk with a man like so cherry trees want to hear right? about America since you've uh, been dead <laughs> <laughs> no please it's been such a great vacation away from that hellhole Anyway, hey, I hate to only show up when I have bad business to talk about, but uh, I was hoping I could maybe see if uh, you have some information on something. A monster that I guess we are calling the wretch. And she just goes into describing the things it does and what it's like. So the, the both of them fold their arms over their chests and look thoughtful. And Arthur asks you, and this thing appeared in your desert. Yes. Well, I have never heard of such a thing. And uh, I don't believe Catherine has heard of such a thing or she would have said something already. And she sort of flicks her hand at him dismissively. But if it came through the crack, as all seem to do in your part of the world, then it would have had to have gotten past Sultan Jimu. Mm. So if anybody would know, it would be him. I don't feel like you can really pop over there and talk to him about it. It's... A little busy over there, usually, isn't it? Yes, and he is quite dedicated to his task. However, I'm sure that he would not mind a break for a few minutes if we were to offer to hold his station for a moment, she says with a sort of sarcastic grin at Arthur. I mean, if you're... Yeah, I'll take any advantage I can get in this situation. I don't... <sighs> this thing seems more dangerous than a lot of other things we've dealt with, and I'm not keen on taking any chances today. Very well. Then the only remaining matter will be to find a way to get there quickly. If we were to travel by foot, I'm sure your companions would either have it handled, or have passed to it. One way or another, that shit would have been solved. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can try getting us to Jimu. I don't know him very well, though. 
Well, the both of us know him quite well. That might make some make up for it. I mean, when it all comes down to it, we're made of similar stuff, right? No harm in trying, certainly. Sure. Roxanne just, whenever they're ready, Roxanne would just like, you know, hold out both her hands, like give them the opportunity to be ready to go. Yeah. Catherine kind of cracks her knuckles and rolls her wrists and seems to like stretch out a little bit. Arthur just like checks over his sword and knocks his hand against his armor in a couple of places just to make sure everything is on tight. And then they both take your hands and I'd like you to roll me weird at a minus one. Oof. As you uh, attempt to synchronize your knowledge of Jimu with theirs in order to trip the condition of your teleportation. Don't cast Washington into the ether, please. Washington's not coming with us. Well, I mean, like, still don't, though. At a minus one, you said? Yep. I guess it's a cumulative minus two, technically, because I'm not getting my plus one for once. Oh, well. Let's... Oh, I guess it's fine. Yeah, that's still an 11. Somehow. Nicely done. Having a plus three. Always <laughs> works out. All right. So the three of you jump space in the Deadlands. And the moment you all materialize, you feel yourself in the midst of combat before all of your senses catch up to the world around you. And it is a war zone out here. There is one man who is dressed in like, it's not samurai armor because it predates that by decades, maybe centuries. I don't have dates of Japanese history down in my head, but it predates that by a pretty good margin. But it is like, old Japanese armor. He's got like the the hakama with the kind of like segmented plate mail. He's got a bow on his back that he occasionally pulls off and it's this like massive bow. It's like twice as big as he is. But every time he pulls an arrow from the ether out of the quiver that is also on his back, he is able to fire it with no problem. But it seems to be the, uh, his primary method of attack seems to be just like ripping these geometric shapes out of the air and pressing them into the monsters that are diving for the crack between your world and this one. And they just kind of, for the most part, disintegrate. And... It is a flood of monsters. You cannot count how many there are because as soon as one dies, one or two take its place. And they are all quite terrifying monsters. These aren't these aren't tripadero grade thingos. That that thing was crafty, yes, and dangerous if it shot you in the face, but 
it was small and relatively fragile. These all, everything here that isn't just being annihilated outright is like siren head grade minimum. Jeez. And the moment you all appear, Arthur and Catherine spring into action. Arthur just cleaving monsters in half left and right. This time he doesn't have his dogs to sick on them, but his sword is doing the job quite well. And Catherine is doing something extraordinarily bizarre because every time the monsters die, they like briefly turn into gas and then turn into this like dark fluid that drips down into the soil of the Deadlands to presumably eventually reform into either the same monster or another one. But she seems to suspend those in the air and coalesce them together and like forms a bunch of miniature amalgamations like on the spot to slow down the tide. Hmm. And as they get in and begin to fight tooth and nail to hold these waves off, Jibu kind of slows down and looks confused. Ah. Wait, where did they come from? (laughs) What are you two doing here? I haven't seen you in so long. This is supposed to be my station. What's happening? Ah, sorry, my fault. And who are you? So, Roxanne, as politely as possible, says, Hello, my name is Roxanne Harrison. I have been working with the Sultans. I am from Elysium. I need to know if you've seen a monster matching. This Uh, description. This description. If you know anything about it, I would be incredibly grateful and thank you. He looks a little bit nervous. Like he doesn't feel good about abandoning his station to think about this, but fucking Catherine shouts over her shoulder to hurry up and find an answer, old man. We don't have time for this. And so he sits down into a thinking pose just seems to meditate on it for a while. And then, with his eyes still closed, like his face perks up and then his eyes flutter open and says, Yes, I recall such a creature. What do you need to know about it? And please, ask quickly. Do you know anything about how to kill it? Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, 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 fair enough. Shit. I do recall fighting that one for longer than average. Do you... Are you well-versed in its abilities? It's very fast. It has heightened senses. It's poisonous. Its claws are very dangerous. I'm... Am I missing something? Sort of shakes his head from side to side in a thinky sort of way and says, Were you told of the... Teleportation. Mm, I was told it was very fast. It can teleport. 
It isn't traditional teleportation. It is more like... Its claws can cut through anything, including space. <gasps> oh shit, it's the hand. That is very <laughs> important to know. That is how it slipped past me, in fact. It attacked the air in front of me, and then was behind me. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm not... I've got my one question, I'm not going to push it with two. I mean, that's important information about why it can go so fast. I don't know why it turns red, though. I mean, you can ask, did it turn red when it do when it did that? Oh, yeah. Did it turn red when it did that? <laughs> no, not at all. I never witnessed it doing that. <sighs> this is so frustrating. Okay, well, um... I couldn't possibly ask you anything else uh, unless somebody else wants to ask, make me ask something because my brain's... I'm kind of blanking here. I can't think of anything. Mm, my brain's too full of stupid jokes. Mm. Many thoughts, head full. Sorry. <laughs> so... <sighs> Roxanne just says, okay, no, that's very important information. Thank you so much for your time. I'm sorry to interrupt all of this. Safe hunting, little statue. I need to return to my flock. Says, getting up and turning around and ripping a series of fucking dodecahedrons out of the air. I wonder if he really... I should have asked him if he really died at 126 years old. Uh, oh well. Maybe one of you will find the time to close the tear in the sky and you can have a day off for the first time in 5,100 years. God, I keep thinking about how much I want to know uh, how much, like, I want that to be a thing, closing the tear in the sky, but it feels like... <sighs> really, really big thread and needle. Uh <laughs> so we'll use the pale... We'll use the great worm as the thread... Oh. oh shit! You know what we need? Hmm. I, 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 the fucking name of it left my head as I said that. Oh no! <laughs> it's um that fucking that shit ass fucking tape that's like a meme. Tape that's a Pro meme. Gorilla tape? Is it no, the one that the guy like slaps over the leaking? Yes. Tankard of water. I yeah, can't remember tape. the name of it. Flex tape. Yeah. Flex tape. Just a that's a lot, lot of damage. <laughs> Criminy. Just like fucking flex tape. That shit. Shut. <laughs> I just googled flex tape, and the first thing, first thing people ask is, "Flex tape actually good?" <laughs> All right, so so Roxanne, as Jimu rejoins the battle, Catherine and Arthur call over their shoulder to just leave them there. Catherine seems to be like cackling in enjoyment, and Arthur has kind of a manic grin on his face. Mm. Boy, here we go, killing again. <laughs> I could make the worst joke possible. What? Uh, 
I was just going to say, I could do the worst thing possible and tell them to enjoy their date, but I won't. (laughs) No, do it and then just teleport away. Yes! Yes! Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Don't actually do it if you don't want to do it. No. Roxanne is going to sass these ancient witches. (laughs) Roxanne tells them to enjoy their date and then pieces the fuck out. (laughs) You you witness them both like half stumble and like (laughs) Arthur takes a punch to the jaw. Oh. (laughs) By the way, as you were teleporting out, uh, give me a sharp roll. So like, Theoretically, what's the worst that could like? What could they possibly do to you? Like they kill you, right? Like they split you in half, stern to sternum, and like you just pop right back up because you're already in hell. You're like, uh, yeah, what up? Seven. And seven also, is like literal liches. So, all right. So, with that seven, something about the Deadlands is pinging something in the back of your head as familiar in an important way. Now, don't do this to me. Something about the Deadlands pinging in an important way? Just in general? Yeah, just, well, what do you mean by in general? Like, the Deadlands in general, yeah. Not like this part of the Deadlands. Uh, I mean... It, it wasn't going off while you were inside the palace. Something about the Deadlands is pinging what now? I'm sorry. It's, it's pinging something in the back of your head in a way that feels familiar and important. Uh, is this like one of those breadcrumb things that you're doing right now? Or is this something that I could figure out? That could be. Well, you could figure it out. You could make the connection. If you, in fact, remember the last time I said this exact thing. I I literally have memory problems, so I do not. Ah. Uh, it will become ex- clear explicitly at some point, even if you do not remember right now. Ominous. I wonder if it has something to do with... Nah, I'll bring it up later after we're done recording. No, just... If you're having thoughts, I would like to hear them now, because if Does they're correct, I want them on camera. Does this have something to do with the bit where uh, I believe it was Casual who said this, where Casual said she was our sister first? Ah, no, it does not have anything to do with that. I'm sorry. Well, fuck. It's all right. It'll definitely be made clear eventually. So, where are you teleporting to? I mean, I guess I'm teleporting right back to the capital first. Alright. I'm trying to decide if I want to actually go ask the witches if they know anything, but... I'll save you some time and tell you that they don't. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess Roxanne just goes back to the house to wait for everybody to tell her to pop over there because they've arrived. Don't want to try teleporting into a moving vehicle. Yeah, that's probably wise. So, everybody else except Roxanne, 
you all arrive at the front gates to Murphy Ranch. And it is, in fact, a pair of wrought iron gates, barring a sort of brick perimeter. However, there is kind of a massive hole in the wall just to the left of the gates. So it's not like they're actually functional. But there, there's a road behind the gates, and the sun is all the way down. So it is proper night now. And you have arrived at Murphy Ranch. I feel like we're one video camera, video camera away from being a bad horror movie. Does anyone else feel like that? No, I'm pretty sure it's just you. Meanwhile, in the back of Grant's mind, he's thinking he must never know. (laughs) (laughs) So, good session, folks. Yeet. I did not level up. Even I, I only rolled like once and I got a three. Yeah, I was going to ask, did anybody level up? But we only had one failed roll. <laughs> I did. I Fucking rolled snake eyes. How? <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> I leveled up IRL. Ah, I see. Well, congratulations. Grats. Grats. Yeah, see, because I uh, I rolled really low when I made that guess about whether it had to do with that cryptic statement had to do with everything. That was me IRL <laughs> rolling a three. <laughs> so, I've been excited about this hunt for forever, specifically because of the bit about Ashley and Magpie's dad. Finally, I get to kill my players. And I've been excited to uh, put you up against another particularly difficult fight because, you know, this would be, this would be the climax fight of Act 3 were it not for what's going to happen after. Ominous. But. Ominous. Until we get to that point. Thank you to my players for playing. I hope you guys had fun. I did. I always have fun. Yeah. I love hearing that. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in and listening to the the harrowing adventures that I have set these people up on. I hope you will join us next week for when I maybe, possibly, almost definitely kill all of my players. <laughs> and Jen, join us next week for the Witcher 3 tabletop adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think I haven't started writing up a setting doc. Oh, boy. <laughs> you are still running trendsetters <laughs> and dishonored, you colossal bitch. Fires, you can fire. only... God damn it. Only so many irons in the fire. You cannot have all. I knew of them. one of you was going to say it. You cannot one have of all of the irons in the fire. I'm sorry. So, folks at home, please have a good night. Take care.
Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.